0: Ronald Reagan once said, All great change in America begins at the dinner table. This is the Patriots Family Podcast with Shane, Isaac, Jordan, and Xander. A family that for years partook in a long-standing American tradition, actually talking at the dinner table. And now we bring those conversations to the forefront, from politics to family issues. It's all out in the open.
1: We, as Americans, have the capacity now, as we've had in the past, to do whatever needs to be done to preserve this last and greatest bastion of freedom.
0: Broadcasting worldwide on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, TuneIn, and iTunes. And you can find us on Facebook and YouTube, dangerously mixing family and politics. This is the Patriots Family Podcast. We're Americans with a capital A, huh? All
2: right, hey, welcome to another episode of Patriots Podcast. I'm Shane with Isaac and Xander, and tonight we're going to be talking about a quick, uh, it's a real quick episode, um, but it's something that's going to really need to be talked about because everybody knows that winter's coming, okay? I mean, we're not referring to the Game of Thrones here. We're talking about winter itself. It's coming. It's right around the corner, and depending upon where you live in this country, there's some basic things that you need to know about survival, and you never know when you're going to have a power outage. We just recently had one here locally, and you know, it didn't last very long, but people were having a difficult time Determining how they wanted to deal with certain problems because the power was out just long enough for things to start defrosting in the refrigerator and Some things to start spoiling in the freezer we you know We have to really take into consideration the importance of having some survival skills And some of those things are are really really important And so one of the first things I want to talk about is some of the basic necessities. Okay, the basic necessities of survival Um, number one most important is the attitude, okay? If your attitude is not in the right place, but your needs are many, you're not going to have a very good, you're going to be at risk. You're not going to have a good, a good experience uh, trying to make it through whatever predicament you might be in, okay? And so, what I think people need to do is think about some things that humans can do and some of the things that humans can't do, okay? So here are some things that humans can do. And you have to really kind of consider these options. Number one, a human can live for three minutes without air. Okay? Three minutes without air. Three days without a regulated body temperature outside of shelter. Okay? Three days without water. Three weeks without food. Okay? These are things that a human can do. You have the capability of doing that. It's all with your attitude. Okay? It's always called the rules of three very important to understand that but you have to also think about you have to also think about survival in the following aspect too we call it spear okay you gotta you gotta stop you gotta plan you have to execute you have to have assessment and awareness and you have to have a plan or ability to reevaluate where you're at in the situation that you're in and these things are important for survival, okay? And so one of the one of the keystones to survival, one of the very first things that you have to think about is building a shelter, okay? Sheltering is important, all right? That's why I think it's important. If you're going to be wherever you live, okay, it's important to have some assets that are easily accessible, whether they're in your vehicle, whether they're in the garage, whether they're in the shed out back, easily accessible assets to help you Uh, Deal with some of the issues that you could possibly face depending on where you live This is going to be different for everybody because some people live in cold weather areas. Some people live in warm weather areas Some people have crazy weather like we do here in Ohio You know you wake up one day you go outside It's 65 degrees you wake up the next day you go outside It's 32 and so you just never exactly know exactly what could could potentially happen in the event that you're faced with some of these uh, Situations so the second thing you wanna be able to do is you wanna be able to start a fire. So building shelter and starting a fire. Okay, Starting a fire is the basic necessity for basically cooking your food, purifying water. So those are some of the things that you really need to, to work on if you don't know how to start a fire using a bow, you don't know how to start a fire using uh, a flint, and you don't have a lighter, you don't have matches, you know think about that think about some of those some of those options i
1: i want to chime in a little bit here on the this whole survival thing because i noticed a lot of people and it's not just around me either or around us it's it's a lot of areas um girls or kids leaving you know, school kids leaving the house in their cars you know to go hang out with friends in the winter time and all they have on is the yoga pants and a sweatshirt or Jeans and a t-shirt because they try to be cool and the hard ass. Uh, guys, if you get stranded out there on the side of the road in the wintertime, it, tow trucks are usually backed up. They're not just going to be able to come straight to you.
3: They're expecting to be in a warm environment.
1: Right, yeah. but you need to prepare to be out here in Ohio. It gets, it gets pretty damn cold. It gets Though, yeah. With the wind chill and everything? It can. It yeah. gets really cold. So if you're out in your car, you're broke down, and... You know, it's zero degrees outside with wind chill. That could potentially put it in the negatives and all you have on is your tennis shoes, your pants and your shirt, or possibly just a sweatshirt. That's not gonna do it, guys. So even if you don't wanna wear all that, because I'm the guy that doesn't wanna wear all that stuff. I can't drive with a coat on and all that stuff. That just bugs me. At least put it in your car. Put some warm clothes in your car. Put a blanket in your car
3: even in the passenger seat if you're lonely like me.
2: And, and the thing to remember too with what Isaac was talking about is is it doesn't mean you have to wear the stuff. It just means you have to have it in your vehicle and have accessibility to it. You know, a lot of kids today, they go out in a hoodie and, a, you know, like Isaac said, a hoodie, yoga pants.
3: What's that uh, What's that car fixing kit that you have? I have a
2: just-in-case yeah. uh, kit. Yeah. It's a basic kit. You can buy this kit at Walmart or any of your big box stores. And basically, it has flares, it has emergency blanket in it, it's got matches and stuff like that. There's different levels of these emergency kits that you can purchase. Uh, I'm not endorsing just-in-case kits. I'm just saying that's what we carry in our vehicles. But we also have go bags. Inside these go bags are food, bagged water, which lasts for up to three years. So we have, we have things like that that we always have with us because you just never know what you're going to be faced with, especially when you're traveling for six or seven or eight hours and going on long
1: trips to see your family somewhere else in another state. And, and I got a, my wife was never showed how to change a tire. I'm going to be doing that with her here before wintertime. I'm going to sit down with her uh, outside with the Jeep and I'm going to show her how to change a tire. I definitely encourage the kids out there who don't know how to do that. You're on the side of the road in the wintertime and waiting on a tow truck isn't something that you have the luxury of. You need to learn how to change a tire. So have have your dad go out there or your grandpa or someone who knows how to and is capable and have them walk through it with you.
3: Absolutely.
2: Well... And that's really important too, because that's that's again another way to survive. Being able to be self reliant, change your tire, get back in your vehicle, and drive to some somewhere safe is extremely important. And so, we've talked about shelter. Okay, we've talked about food, and we've we've talked about water. Okay, and now food we didn't actually talk about. I apologize. Uh, We've talked about water, and we talked about fire. Okay, so water is obviously key because you can only last for three days without it. So you gotta make sure you have a clean water spot. That's why you go with fire next. You go shelter, fire, water. Okay, and then you go food. Shelter, fire, water, food. All right, now the reason why you do fire before water is because you don't know the water source. The water source could be contaminated it could have bacteria in it. It could have giardia, things like that in there that you need to make sure you're boiling if you get, to kill it off.
3: If you get dysentery, you're going to be more dehydrated than you started when you were looking for water.
2: Exactly. And so we going to talk a little bit about food here because depending upon your situation, like I said, in our situation for my family, we have go bags. Our go bags are, are prepped with food, water, you know, blankets, clothing, flares, um, just, just – Typical household items that you never think about needing, but in a pinch like that, you need. So even special cans that we can use to use them as little ovens to cook with, uh, waterproof matches, flints, fire starters, flares, and we also have walkie-talkies. Those walkie-talkies are always charged with batteries, okay, and we use those, are 36-mile roughly, and then if you're in an area where there's a lot of hills, you're looking at maybe reducing that down to about five to six miles, depending upon the, the views and the points of, of intersection for radio waves. So it's always good to have those with you. But we're going to talk about some food here. And here's some things that you can think about when you get if you get stranded, okay? And uh, cattail. It's basically the supermarket of the swamp. Because you can eat the roots, the shoots, and also the pollen heads. Those are all edible, all right? Then where there's conifers, and the conifers, the inner bark, um, the, the cambium, that's a, a exceptionally good to eat. It provides you with a fair amount of protein and carbohydrates. There's a lot of a lot of sugars, a lot of starches, things like that that you can do. And then um, there's also uh, specific types of grasses. Now, you don't want to eat all grasses. I don't know that that would be the best thing in the world, but you've got to be kind of careful with that. So I would stri- strictly probably take a look at more towards the conifer trees and pulling that bark off and doing that. Um, you can also, like I said, the cattails good. And then like oak trees. If you have oak trees in your area, when those acorns drop off those oak trees, you can get that bitter, uh, that tannic acid out of there. And that's really good for your system too. And um, it provides a lot of protein, a lot of fats, and uh, it's good on calories. So, you know, don't ever overlook that. But but the key to that whole thing is, is understanding that if you're in that situation where you've got to be eating bark, okay, and eating oak, You know, acorns and stuff, okay, you're in it, all right, you're in some trouble. That's whether you got stranded in a snowstorm on the road. It's just hard to tell. And here's the thing you can't run your car the entire time to stay warm, right? Because if you do, there's a potential to build up carbon monoxide in the vehicle, there's a
1: potential to run out of gas. There's all sorts of things that you have to pay attention to. That's another thing I was wanting to to, to, uh, touch on. Is now, modern day, what my dad's covering is a very severe survival situation. What I'm covering is basic everyday, this is what could happen in the winter time and actually does happen. Um, Check your fluids and in the winter time if you're going on a trip and you're at a quarter of a tank and you're like yeah I should be able to make it no don't even don't even do that. Go to the gas station top off the fluids put fuel in the vehicle do not chance it because if you're stuck out there You're going to want that full tank. Trust me.
2: Yeah, and the other thing we're going to close with on this, and this is just a little segment we're doing. Um, It's Patriot's Family Guide to to, uh, Survival. And there's a lot of really cool... Uh, sites that you can go on to out there that exist where you can buy some of the things we're talking about, the go bags, you know, special for life indefinitely and very, very necessary, I think, to have no matter what you're doing or where you're going. And a lot of people say, well, you're kind of over preparing, you know, that, that kind of looks crazy. But in the reality, it's not. And then you can also go to patriotsfamily.com. We're going to have uh, some links in there as well for you to be able to find some of this, uh, I, some of these items and, and watch some of these. Uh, there's some great guys out there that are great survivalists and some videos on how to do certain things, okay? And they'll teach you how to build a fire, You know, do some things with bows, do some things with, with fire starters. And so we're going to share as much information as we can. If you go into our, our podcast uh, page, then you'll be able to find those links there. And then uh, I think Xander wants to say one more thing.
3: The... Uh, one one thing you have to really keep in mind about this whole survival aspect of, of talking is that you will be close to civilization. Depending on where you live in America, there is always civilization. We have covered so much of the country and things we own. You have a very high chance of finding people. So, you know, you get stranded on the side of the road. No worries. You can turn on your emergency lights. Somebody will pass by. You have a lot of help in the world we live in. But if you if it really comes down to relying on yourself i would much rather be over prepared than nothing at all
1: so so sit down make a checklist for your winter time you know a coat in the car blanket in the car maybe keep a small extra phone charger one of the portable chargers absolutely power bars yeah the power bars uh the cliff bar or something and then know how to change a tire make sure you Top your fluids off, make sure the vehicle's got everything it needs before you go out on that road trip because you do not know how long you're going to be out there.
2: Yep, small hatchet and possibly a a sidearm or a weapon of some nature in case you run into wildlife uh, or... Somebody's trying to take advantage of the situation. So, these are all things that you should probably take a look at. I think it's important. And again, this will be uh, covered in a blog on our website as well. It'll be links there for you to go to to check out some of the merchandise that you can buy inexpensively to help you get through this and some video uh, links on there as well to check that out. But uh, this is Shane, Isaac, and uh, Xander, and we're saying uh, good night from Patriots Family Studios. Thanks a lot.
0: been listening to the patriots family podcast with shane isaac jordan and Xander, bringing politics and family issues from the dinner table right to your ears right to your ears we thank you so much for tuning in and we hope you enjoyed the show subscribe click the link below and support our channel and mission see more at patriotsfamily.com ronald reagan once said All great change in America begins at the dinner table, keeping that tradition alive. This is the Patriots Family Podcast.